Welcome, friends. It's great to have you guys back for this amazing episode with Jeff Jowsey, aka Mr. Mr. Jones. He's an amazing recording artist who has been touring all across Canada and was able to thankfully stop by the studio for an amazing conversation. You can find his music on all platforms. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give a five-star rating and follow the show so I can get a rank number one and my friend will get a tattoo of my podcast name on his arm. Much appreciated and enjoy the episode with Mr. Jones. Hit that intro, baby. It's the Life After High School Podcast. Uh, Mr. Jones or uh, Jeff, which do you uh, prefer for today? Well, uh, Mr. Jones is my artist name. Depends on how you're interviewing me, you know? All right, sounds good. We'll go. Uh, so we'll start off this then. First of all, watching your performance last night, and I told you a bit about that after, you could tell that you had done it before. And just the way you you're articulate, I was able to understand every word you were saying. And I know, it, I don't know if it was difficult or if it's difficult being paired with somebody of the high energy level of Kyan, but you matched it. And that was incredible, man. So I just want to like give you praise for that before we get started. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. That was sick to see. Yeah. So. Well, we had a, you know, a couple runs there. So yeah. uh, we formed a recipe and we kind of, you know, stick to it and add to it and, you know. Worked out. Modified as we go. Yeah, that's sick. So then with this show being life after high school and focusing on the aftermath of high school and how everything kind of panned out to where we are now, take us through that transition and like how you like leaving high school to kind of how we ended up here. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I've always been interested in, um, in making music. I mean, during high school, I was in a punk band, believe it or not. And, uh, so big, big Milwaukee stuff. So, um, so I was, uh, you know, liked doing music and was interested into it and then after high school I wanted to learn more about the behind yeah. the scenes of it right because it's so so expensive nowadays to record and to do everything right and then so I was like hey man like what yeah. if I just do it myself right so, right. so then I ended up taking a, a course in um, in Montreal Recording Arts Canada oh cool yeah. Oh. yeah so that was pretty cool you know I already like obviously played with a lot of like um, the tools and um, the softwares to record and to make beats, but mm -hmm. going to that school pretty much refined everything and nice. uh, you know got to know everything, uh, what every knob does individually, right? Rather mm -hmm. than just play it by ear, you yeah, know. Figure so, it out. What sounds good. Yeah. Nice. So then after that, uh, you know, I I just I was always really interested into making music, and then eventually I I started hitting up promoters and got onto different shows and opening for bigger acts, and then I just mm -hmm. told myself, I'm like, hey man, like I'm selling tickets, you know, like. I'm like, if these guys are doing it, you know, like, why don't I just set up my own shows and get other people to do this, you know, kind of like level up, you know what yeah. I mean? And then, so that's pretty much what I did. And then since then, it's just been going good, you know? Yeah. Where's your favorite place you've probably performed before? Like, when you say the most successful performance, what does that make you think of? Uh, successful performance. Well, I mean, definitely... There's a lot of different aspects to it, you know, it depends on, on how you want to look at it, but I mean, obviously crowd reaction, you know, and like, when people come talk to you afterwards and they're like, wow, like, that was amazing, or, nice. you know, definitely when people gas you up, it's, uh, it's, it's nice, yeah, right, so, for sure. um, but like, favorite performance, um, it's hard to say, you know, I could talk about the venue, how, like, how the nicest venue, or, like, I don't know, that's a difficult question sometimes. You know, whichever one is, um, you know, sometimes you do performance and, and it opens it opens doors for you. Right. You know, and someone will come to you and be like, hey man, like, example, I met you and now we're doing this, this podcast. You yeah, know what I mean? Sick. Like, it just opens doors sometimes. And uh, that's the, the, definitely a productive performance, you know, when you yeah. get open doors out of it. So I think that's pretty good. Nice. So what, what do you, where did Mr. Jones come from? Where did that kind of stem from? Do you create it at the beginning, or is that something that kind of came to fruition as you kind of started to go out on your own? Um, well, starting out, I was, I was really more on the production side, and I wanted to start a whole team and bring a whole team with me. Nice, that's cool. But then um, I realized that a lot of people they don't really take me serious if I don't have any credentials, right? Right, smart. So then, like, I did sign a couple artists, but, like, they're kind of clowning me, you know, and they're, like, not really taking me serious. So that's when I realized, I was like, okay, man, like, I'm not wasting my time anymore with these smart. people, and yeah. I'm just going to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and then after that, um, 
obviously from writing music, you know, I use it as a form of therapy to, you know, get my thoughts out of my mind because, yeah. you know, those thoughts, when they're trapped in your mind, you can drive someone crazy, or, you yeah. know what I mean? So, so I, I really, uh, I started writing lyrics and then I started recording and uh, certain songs, some, uh, you know, some people hit me up and like, yo, like, this certain song helped me get through a hard time in my life. Nice. You know, so then, like, after that, I realized that I, I'm not only making music for myself anymore, yeah. I'm making music for for a bigger cause, you know. It's relatable. And exactly yeah, right. Yeah. So at that Cheap. point, I just it was such a blessing to uh, to get the, that type of response, right? Nice. So then, ever since then, I was like, okay, well, that's it. I'm just trying to help people out, you know. Jeez. Do you have like a specific example of somebody reaching out and saying, "This is what I was going through," how they were able to relate to it? Um, you can remember? Well, there was a guy uh, from Newfoundland, and uh, like I guess he was like into. Uh, He's like um, alcohol and drugs and stuff like yeah. that, and uh, like I actually we, we toured uh, through Newfoundland and I had met this this guy, and um, we, like we spoke a bit and I was just pretty much like motivating him and explaining to him that like hey man like you could do this too man anyone could do this just put your mind to it and right. and you know anything's possible and then like so after that like a couple months later, that he he reached out to me and said oh man like thanks for that like. Yeah. I'm sitting on my own shows now, you know, like oh, wow. I'm able to make a bit of money and I could provide for my family now, you know, so I was like, no I'm like, that's such a blessing, you know, to be able to help someone, you know, believe in themselves and yeah. to, you know, to get somewhere they want, like, reach their goals, you know. That's huge. Wow, yeah, that must have felt pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. True. So, I want to know, because of all the things... I heard and everything was catchy last night, right? There was a lot of good stuff I heard, but 24-7, <laughs> what inspired that? It seems <laughs> obvious, but I'd like to know uh, your side, side to it. Well, I mean, it all, it all started in, uh, in the studio and uh, I work with a DJ. I mean, I, I'm obviously, I, I could do all my own engineering, but like I like to work with, uh, with my partner, um, DJ Wildkid, when it comes nice to working in the studio. True, shout out DJ Wildkid. So, um, pretty much he just, um, I find in the studio alone, it's not, you know, something, sometimes he'll play a beat and it'll spark my, uh, you know, my creativity right away. Nice. So then sometimes like, he'll just start a beat, start a beat, and then and then he'll, he'll, he'll tweak my presets for the vocals on the microphone. Mm -hmm. And then, so I just like, I think I just, I kind of freestyled half the hook or something like that, yeah. you know? And I was like, oh, and I just kind of worked on it and then um, freestyled a bit of like the verse and then like, okay, the idea's there, yeah. then we just, you know, put the meat on the skeleton and nice. then after that it just came out yeah. but I mean in regards to uh, the topic like uh, I make a lot of songs to like um, to motivate myself or to uh, motivate others obviously and um, I, I write songs that you know that relate to me as well so this song is pretty much you know 24 7 it's, it's about going hard and mm -hmm. and you know just not giving up and just giving it your all nice. and then like because I always tell people, you know, chances are if, if you're sitting down playing video games, well, the next day you might be doing the same thing, you know. But if you're out yeah. there and you're grinding and you're doing stuff, well, then the next day, well, you're going to get advancements and you're going right. to, you know. So it's pretty, a lot of these songs just to, you know, remind myself to go hard every <laughs> day, you know. Yeah, it kind of forces you to lead by example or take your own advice kind of thing. True. Which is cool. True, true, true. For sure. Like I had this other song, um, like I was going through... Uh, like a rough breakup, right? And then yeah. this, this one song, I just I wrote it, and the title of the song is You're Not the One for Me, you know? And then yeah. I basically listened to the song yeah. a couple of times, and I just, you know, I was like, damn, man, this guy's right, man. This girl's not the one for me, you know? But in reality, okay, cool. it was myself yeah. talking to me, you, you know? took yourself out of that, and you were able to learn from it. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. So, Thanks. Yeah, dude, there is a... Um, so, you're probably familiar with it. There's that quote per se where Dr. Dre spent like he was in such a creative flow state I know Kyan knows it as well but where he spent 79 hours I believe it was 79 or 73 in the studio oh, just going on the creative process 24-7 man yeah, that's it. <laughs> and to that point uh, I guess he was, he was in a flow state and then he was like no sleep like it's the vibes going it's flowing I can't can't just stop here it's gotta take like ride this out what do you do to create that type of experience in the studio to reach those elite levels of the creative process? 
Um, definitely working with like-minded people and people who, who you know, have the same goals and objectives. Um, yeah, it definitely helps push. Uh, I, I'm an artist, but I'm also a producer, so sometimes I'll bring artists and record their songs and stuff. Mm. So sometimes if I'm not so motivated, well, then I'll, I'll hear them making a banger, but oh, like... Wow, I, I want to top that. I want to do something sick. Or maybe yeah. I want to do a song with this guy. You know what right, I mean? So it's competition just, too. Well, not really competition, but more like, you know, just keep pushing the whole scene and the whole. Oh, as a group. Yeah, okay, you know what right. I mean. So not against the other person in the studio. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was a little bit in competition because we always I'm in competition myself. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. I want you know I Smart. want that last song. I meant the new song to be better, a little bit better than the last song. You know, like trying to keep pushing my limits, right? Right. That makes Push sense. Push it to yeah. the limit. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like it. A lot. That's uh. So you guys, I met you the other day on your almost famous tour, correct? True. Yep. So that's cross Canada, everything. And I've driven. I drove by you guys in. I think it was Regina or Calgary somewhere. Kai was mentioning to me a week ago. And um, how did that? Like, take me through that, man. How that whole thing kind of get started? To you're still going. True. You guys are still going. It's insane. Yeah, um, well, I mean, obviously, like, we, we, I was planning this before COVID, right? And yeah. I think there was, like, there was, like, three or four months we were supposed to be on the road, but then, obviously, COVID hit hard, and then, yeah. so everything had to be postponed. Yeah. A lot of these, a lot of other artists that are touring, they just canceled their tour, I was like, oh. I wasn't trying to hear yeah, it, I was like, I'm no. doing it anyway, and I was like, but then, like, I started seeing posts about venues being shut down, I was like, oh. Yeah, that was so I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing it anyways. I'll do it in the street if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, so, uh, you just want to perform. I'm hard-headed, right? Yeah, so like, fair. usually if I want something, I'm going to go and push to get it done. That's how you get it done, though. Yeah. Right? So then uh, when that I started seeing that, I just I started rebooking right away in September. And like, just kind of guessing that it's going to be over by then. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. right? But then yeah. it started getting closer, and then like, like things worse. opened up a bit more. I was like, yeah. okay, so we'll just kind of worked out yeah and then like come closer to the dates like i hit up kind of like yo let's do this like, you're savage man i'm like let's do it so then um we just started kept booking as we went along and then you know we didn't get the f f all of canada this this time because well obviously because of covid but like yeah. uh also because winter is hitting soon and we're in the east coast and uh, driving through that in the winter yeah so i mean yeah so that could be a little bit rough but uh, it's 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 been very uh, it's been a challenge obviously mm -hmm. because a lot of these venues are the regulations are changing every month, you know. Yeah. So then we had to you know rebook as we went because a lot of the venues were shut down, mm -hmm. like um, the clubs and banquet halls were all shut down in, yeah. in BC, and then like all oh, the well then the uh, the bars started closing earlier too. So right. then we had to like re you know remodify everything and then make sure everything was to there you know. To, to their guidelines, right? So right, they're different. Every city, every province. Yeah, every venue at that point. Yeah. You know, at that point. So I mean, all in all, it's been very. You know, it's been, it's been a roller coaster, but like mm -hmm. we've been pulling our weight, and everything has been fairly successful since since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how you want it to work out, especially during nowadays very uncertain times and we don't know what tomorrow could bring. Don't we go back? Like in February, we go back tomorrow to. Like indoor dining is now a different number of people you can have. You can only have outdoor dining and takeout, but it's winter, so nobody <laughs> really wants to sit on the patio in two degree weather. That's crazy. Like, yeah, it's it's silly. But we uh, did you get you guys didn't perform anywhere in Manitoba, did you? No, I don't think so. We were initially supposed to do yeah. uh, Brandon, and we were supposed to do Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, so Brandon wasn't trying to hear it. In Winnipeg, we had booked somewhere, yeah. but we had booked it on the way back because we went um, to, to BC and then on the way back. But on the way back, that's when all oh, regulations changed. They yeah. shut it down. So we actually lost our Winnipeg show and uh, also our Saskatoon show, which is in the Saskatchewan, obviously. Yeah. So those are two that got shut down on the way back. So. So usually we, we book it right. so we only have to drive six or a couple hours a day, yeah, but then those smart. two shut down, so we had to drive like a good stretch after that, right? So yeah, it's not a fun stretch either, dude. It's, you know, yeah, it's really only the mountains that are semi-enjoyable to drive through, and it's true. It's so long. But there's a I asked that because when we went through, because we did two weeks out west and back, and it was yeah, it was a blast. But like I know he was on like you guys were on your way out 
slowly making your way out west and then slowly making your way back. And I remember us going, I think it was, we went on a Saturday and Thursday my buddy called and said, hey, what's uh, like he called Manitoba the province and said, you guys are on state of emergency, but our trip, we need to go through your province. What do we do? First of all, the guy picked up right away. Super weird. Right? It's like, well, your province, nobody calling you? Yeah. It's like this like, guy in his 20s. So yeah, I guess he, <laughs> he calls him up and then the guy's like, yeah, you can go through, stop for like a bathroom break, you fill up a gas and then leave. You can't just mingle and stay overnight, whatever. Mm. We're like, okay, fine. Easy enough to do, right? True. Not much to do in Manitoba anyway. <laughs> right? There's the bear at the beginning of the province, and that's about it. And then we kind of, as we went through, we stopped once to use the bathroom. We go into this gas station also to fill up. And we, we have our masks on, right? We're like, we're not, there's a bunch of people here. We're not trying to make this bad. The optics don't look good because I'm vlogging the whole thing. Mm. And uh, he, nobody's wearing a mask in there. They say, hey... We recommend you wear a mask. So obviously nobody's going to do it. They itch. Like, I have a beard. You guys don't. You guys are clean shaven. You're all proper gentlemen. Not me. I got I got like, beard. It itches like crazy. hate wearing masks. Actually, man. But they were... Yeah, they weren't... Uh, they were judging us pretty hard for that. Yeah. It's weird. Well, every, every, like I said, every province has their own guidelines and everything. Like, in, in BC, we were doing shows and, like, we didn't really need masks. You know, boy, you had to be sit down and... But the music had to be, like, very low. So it's like... So, so you don't have to like lean into someone and talk in their ear, right? So you can talk to them across the table. So that's their way of like, you know, huh. the transmission, like you know. Yeah, it's different mentality, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, very but, interesting way to think about it. But it is what it is, and like, like we didn't get really, we, we I mean, we did, we did all our shows, and like, there was no inspectors that came in, like, hey, we're shutting you down or anything like that. But I mean, like, we heard of stories of stuff like that happening, right? Yeah. But, I guess we were lucky on on this run, but we have like left the province and then like it shut down. You know what I mean? Like in, in Quebec, time. yeah, like that's what happened. Yeah. And Quebec's like red zone, you know. So Ottawa too. So you grew up in on the Gatineau side of Ottawa. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Gatineau is, is Quebec, so it's pretty much right on the border. So it's in the Ottawa yeah. area, but right across the river, right? So. Right, it's Gatineau, yes. Quebec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is Quebec. Even though when, because I went to Algonquin, I lived uh, in Ottawa for four years. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So as you can imagine, I was in Quebec all of when I was eighteen. True. You know, so it was a good time. Don't remember much. <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, because it was always Hull and La Pub and everything there. That was a blast. But I was like, man, I know exactly where you're from. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, border town, and it's like, oh, we're now in Quebec, and then you go over there. It's a cool go back and forth, but it's uh, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely the place to be for school. That's for sure. Oh yeah, there's a couple of uh, universities there, right? Yeah. So, and also Ottawa's like well, capital of Canada, right? So yeah, it's always nice. It's like an interesting spot between like uh, big city feel, but not Toronto big city feel. I can't do Toronto. Big city True. Feel. You just you just cross over a bridge and you feel like you're in a different country because like all the signs change. Like, yeah, and the lights are now sideways. <laughs> Dude, that threw me yeah. off every time. Yeah. I was like, everything's a one-way, everything's narrow. I got a buddy who lives lives in Gatineau, and I stayed with him a few times, like a couple years ago. And man, it's, yeah, narrow streets, everything's sideways. My girlfriend's driving. She's never driven there, so she turns the corner. What the fuck? The lights, why'd they turn side? Driving like this, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. So, yeah, but well, you think that's, that's from, if you go to, like, Quebec City or something like that, like the old port or even yeah. Montreal, it's all, like, cobblestone on the ground. It's like... It seems very, uh, yeah. it has a very European feel to it, you know? Yeah. So like, a lot of people say that, like, Quebec is, like, the Europe of, of Canada, you know what I mean? That makes sense. True. I've only ever been, I've been to Montreal once when I was, like, under 10, so I don't remember any of it. Mm -hmm. Like, you've probably frequented those areas before, eh? Like, what are those areas like? You said, well, like I went to school in Montreal, European. actually, but, yes. uh, yeah, it's very hectic. I remember the first time driving there, like, I, I was with my mom, and I, like, I had to pull over. I'm like, Mom, you drive. Like, like the people are crazy. <laughs> oh, like, it's too much. <laughs> big city, you know? But, yeah. like, I mean, Toronto's like that, too, you know? But, like, yeah. you know, when you're young, you go there, and you're driving, you're not expecting that. Yeah. And it's crazy drivers, and it's like, those highways are pretty intimidating. Yeah, especially the 40 have, It's a very narrow highway when you get yeah. close to the downtown Montreal, and it's, oh, like, oh, transports oh, are just oh, zooming by. Yeah, you're nobody like, cares. Shaking. <laughs> Uh, Mom, you want to switch, please? Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> so, brother, question for you. How did you and Kyan link up to start the tour? Because it seems like the tour was something you were doing, and then you linked up with him. How did that, how did he kind of get in your wheelhouse of uh, 
being your uh, your plus one for this Cross Canada Tour? Well, I, I started touring, man. Um, I started hopping other, on other people's tours, like uh, like Mad Child. I did like yep. seven dates with him. I did nice. a couple uh, dates with uh, Mercules, uh, with yeah. Alpha Omega. And then, like I said, I, you know, I just kind of seen what they're doing. I'm like, yeah, I can do that too. So then I started booking my own shows, my own tours. And then my first tour was along with 401. So that's why I got this tattoo on my hand right here, yeah. 401, right? Nice. So then, um, as I'm doing these tours, you know, people are starting to like, I'm starting to get, get attention. People are like trying to get on, get on board and, and whatnot. So then uh, the last tour last year, it was called the Self-Made Self-Pay Tour. Nice. And, um, so I had uh, some people that are lined up to come with me to yeah. do the tour to support, right? And then uh, come the day of the tour, like, they all dropped out. You know, I was like, ah, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. Said, you got cold feet, not enough money, this and that. So I was like, oh, well, I spent all winter booking this. I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to cancel this. Yeah, you know, you I think they're going to hard-headed, like I said earlier, right? Yeah, you're so, like, I'm going. It's just a matter of who's going with me. There, yeah, and I'm just going to figure out, figure out as I go yeah. how this is going to happen, right? So I go to nice. North Bay and... Uh, you know, every venue set up differently, right? So, like, um, example, some venues have a door guy, some yep. venues have security, some venues have a sound guy, some venues, you know, some venues have none of that, right? So yeah. I get to North Bay and I'm alone and, like, um, I think I, was, I met up with this one guy there who was supposed to help me and he came, like, super late. So I'm, yeah. I, had to, I had to set up the merch, I had to do, I basically had to do everything, right? right. So then, like, it was a success, successful show, but I was running around like a chicken with no head, and like yeah, you can enjoy that. You know, people enjoyed themselves, but I didn't really enjoy the show. Which isn't the point of yeah. right? I guess people kind of, I kind of sensed that like that I was feeling that way. So then the next yeah. show was in Sudbury, and uh, my auntie's from there, you know, and yeah. uh, so so my cousin was there. So my cousin helped do the merch, and then so I had a little bit more time to relax and stuff, and then. Um, so then kind comes to me and uh, in the beginning is hey i just spoke to your auntie share and she said it might be a good idea to talk to you but uh you know hopping on uh, on the show i'm like hey man like he's like I'll, I'll open it for you i'll open the show i was like i'm a guy do it let's go let's see what you got let's you do know? it see he's like what song what song i'm like okay fine so then he ends up uh he performed this song and then i just seen like the charisma and the enthusiasm and like it's on a different level you know like what i mean it's like nothing like i've seen before and then uh the, just the way that he captivated the crowd and got everyone involved as well, you know, it's like, that's it. That's the next level of performance, you know, because it's yeah. one thing to just stand on stage and to just rap, but it's another thing to entertain, right? And he really Very had the... different thing. Of course, yeah, yeah, you know? So, like, I really seen, I'm like, so then I asked him, like, hey, man, like, do you want to host tonight? You know what I mean? Give me a little break again so I could just DJ and yeah. just sit here and chill out because I'd had a rough day to do it before, right? Yeah, and I want to be like, able to show up for this. You yeah. know? So he's like, yeah, man, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So like after the show, I'm like packing up everything, and then uh, like he stuck around and he was chatting, <coughs> and then he's like, yo, I'll go tour with you. I was like, yeah, because I was telling the sound guy, and I was telling him how um, how my tour support dropped out, right? Yeah. And then he's like, uh, he's like, yo, I'll go tour with you. I was like, yeah, right. So like kind of interviewed each other for like an hour, and then the next day, like you know, like I got his contact. The next day, we got in contact, and like nice. he's about, he's like, yo, man, I'm ready. He was like. So yeah. I go and then like I'll go pick him up. He's got his bags ready, everything. I was oh, like, "All right, Ben, let's do this, yeah. man!" Like it's, you're here, you exactly. You know. So ever since then, That's like awesome. it's been it's been going good. You know. Nice. To the point where like he's he learned a lot in a quick amount of time, and like you know. So then uh, we hit to to the point where like because I've spoken that alone. So some cities weren't even booked yet as we're going, right? So we're like. So yeah. then I kind of, you know, showed him this and that and then yeah. gave him the tools and he's like, and he's doing it. So then this year, you know, it's, I, I made him my partner, man. That's it, nice. you know. So it's just a matter of being at the right place at the right time, you know, and just being on the, side, the same mindset and having the same goals. That, you know, teamwork makes a dream work, man. It does. You know it what does, I'm saying? for sure. So since then, like, yeah. I'm just, it gives you more confidence that, hey, man, like, we could pull anything off at this yeah. point. Absolutely. And I think... I've always wanted to. See, I've seen him perform and dance at shows, but never be the show or in the show. Ooh. And to see him go from, like, it's the consistency. I was telling my buddy True, about yeah. it before, right? I was like, dude, I've, I've like, I've seen him at three in the afternoon and done a show with him at like eight or ten at night for the podcast. And is, it's, it's consistent, but it's not so much to me. It's the energy is consistent, but his attitude doesn't. It's not a front. 
I mean, he's not Genuine. making it up. True. That's real. That's him at six in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> that's him oh, at yeah. eleven at night. <laughs> like that's literally how he is. Oh, yeah. It's the consistency. On oh, the thrive, man. The thrive, and yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's mind blowing sometimes because like he'll motivate me. But all right, rise and shine, Jones. Let's go. Getting through like, this morning. I was like, ah, oh, let's do it. Let's you're do like, it. Well, he's not. Mom made some coffee. Let's go, bro. <laughs> Of course, mom made coffee, dude. <laughs> His mom's coffee is really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I love it, I love it dude. I love it. But, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild, though. Let's see how you guys kind of, like, made it. And you can tell that your work together has paid off. So yeah, that's for really sure. Cool like, like you're saying, you know, like, our styles blend. And uh, we, we both host the show. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we balance each other out, you know. So... Whenever there's a dull moment at this point, well, he'll jump in and like whenever like he's busy, he's doing something. Well, then I'll jump in and just like okay, up next, you know. So it's like yeah. we really uh, have a good balance going on, you know. Yeah, I was talking to you guys a bit before it, and uh, so last night I was like, you guys are solid. I wouldn't even. I'm like, this is like you guys are entertaining, performing well. The songs are really like I'm enjoying the songs, every one of them, and I'm engaged when you're yelling like, hey, I'm like yelling it back, you know, and. Um, it was awesome, but uh, some local talent, in my opinion, you guys could agree or disagree, um, or have your own, it's fine. Sometimes it's tricky, I can imagine, to deal with like the local talent, and what's it like working with them, and having people come to the show last minute without having to prepare, how do you kind of manage that so it doesn't take away from you guys' performances? Yeah, I know what you mean, um, and uh, sometimes it can be tricky. Um, we've learned to adapt to uh, multiple situations, um, but obviously there's always a new situation that'll arise, and we're like, yeah. hey, okay, let's deal with this now. Like, you know, just some yeah. some people are just irrational, or some people are just too drunk, or like, so definitely it's 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 a bit difficult. And uh, we were just talking about that yesterday. It's like, hey man, like some of these people just like not have them on the show because they're not like up to par with you know. They make us look bad in a sense, you know. But, yeah, and that's always something you don't want to have. Yeah, you know, but there's a lot of different variables, you know. Like obviously, people are getting drunk, and we want it. There's like, uh, you know, the trifecta. We say, you know, it's we gotta, you know, we want the crowd to be happy, we want the artist to be happy, we want the venue to be happy. Obviously, we're trying to have a good show and get paid. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, if all those come to effect, you know, come together, then okay, it's been a successful night, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, obviously, just some sometimes it's a little bit loose because I know the edges are loose sometimes, so. We gotta cope with that and deal with that, but yeah, and obviously, like we learn as we go. And the first tour that I booked was obviously the hardest because I'm paving the road, right? And it's making all the new connections, yeah. and meeting all these people. But once thoughts have been established, then you know we learn to weed out which ones not to get the next time, you know. So we're like, right. the first time around, I was just doing it, whatever. Okay, it's cool. A learning and, experience. Yeah, yeah now right, like right. we're taking notes and we're like, okay, this guy, this guy, this guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. I saw him with the notepad. Too. All right, oh, like, this guy, he's he's got. You guys he's are got on, it right? on point, man, for that's sure. Great. Yeah, yeah. He's got it down to a science, you know. So that's yeah. just great. Do you have a best and or worst? We'll do both. The best experience working with a local talent, like people who would just show show up or you have them perform on a local show just somewhere, say in like Regina or something, and you're like, yo, come on, and they just kill it. They body the whole thing, they're really good, and like it elevates the show. Oh, yeah. Do one that sure. stands out to you? <coughs> well, not, I can't take the one off the top of my head, I'm not going to play favorites here, but like, <laughs> but you know, like obviously, you know, some people that like, We'll book them last second, and they'll bring like 20 people, and we're like, oh my god! And it's like, and they do a, a, a killer performance, and it's like right. it's just it's mind blowing sometimes because you wouldn't expect that out of that person, right? Sometimes they, you know, that's yeah. where the, the saying comes, like, don't judge a book by its cover, right? right. And that, that's true in a lot of times because you should never underestimate anybody because, like I was saying earlier, like anyone's got the potential to do anything if they just put their mind to it and they just, mm -hmm. you know, believe in themselves. So that's you know. But yeah, there's there's quite a bit that uh, they're pulling their own end, and I feel that it's a little bit unfortunate because uh, I feel like Canada is very underdeveloped as um, a music uh, music scene or music uh, industry. The music industry in Canada is very underdeveloped, um, as opposed to the states, right? Oh yeah. 
Um, because there's so much talent that should be exploited in, in mm -hmm. these towns and in, in these provinces, in this country, I should say, you know. And I feel like everything's just focused on the states, right? Or if you want to make it, you have to go to the states or whatnot, you know. So I, I truly realize that uh, touring across Canada, that uh, that is a big thing, you know. And someone that'd be smart would just like has a lot of money or a big record label would should go scout out these artists, you know. That's yeah. another thing. But obviously that's not the case, so like, um, you know, like when I was starting out, these opportunities weren't knocking on my door, so I'm like, hey man, I'm going to go create these opportunities, yeah, gonna I'm going to go do it myself. The door yourself. That's it, you know, yeah. so that's pretty nice. much it, and then, you know, by booking these shows, and I have a lot of these artists, it's their, actually their first time performing, and sometimes they're, they're, they're great artists, and like... I remember my first, first time performing, I was like super nervous and like I might have messed up, you know, but some people, it was first time performing and they blow it out the park, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Nice. And then they come thank me, I was like, yo, thanks man, like it's my first time performing, you know, and I just feel so blessed to be able to give them that opportunity because nobody ever hit me up and, and my DMs like, hey man, you want to perform? Like, no, it wasn't like that when I started yeah. out, right? Like, but obviously like it does evolve and there is a lot more opportunities now as opposed to before. I mean, when I was growing up, there wasn't no Facebook and stuff like that. You know, there was, but I mean, like, at a later age. Yeah, right? it's not so, what it is now. Yeah, not you know, close. so everything's... It's, Very different, yeah. 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 Oh, man, it's funny, and I was talking about this yesterday with my buddy Rogan about it, because um, you said judging a book by its cover. I try everything in my power, even though it is human nature, unfortunately, True. to not judge a book by its cover, right? Looking at you both... Like, between his, like, vibrant personality and just the way he is, the way he presents himself, and same with, like, you, the way you're dressed, like, your tattoos and everything, you both have a very intelligent approach to what you're doing. And I learned that as I talk to you guys. I'm like, oh, man. Like, he, like, he knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. He might be, like, crazy out there. But <laughs> dude, he knows what he's doing. He's a very oh, yeah. smart guy. Oh, he's got 100%. his finger on the pulse. And you as well. And you guys perform. I'm like, I'm like, they know exactly what they're doing. They have the right approach. They're going about everything. They're doing it so well. And I'm, I'm intrigued. And I like to watch not just like what you're both doing when you're not the one performing. It's like, what are you doing? Well, you're always behind the table. Right? You're always behind the table. You're always working music, producing, everything. Like, this guy's like, he's on it. He know, it shows you know all your areas of the music business. And then True. seeing that as sick. True, yeah. Uh, like I said, like, like where I, I'm lacking a bit, well, he, he'll pull through. Like, yeah. uh, I'm not so much like a people person. I'm, and like, look at me, I'm not really easy. People are not just going to approach me. They're going to think I'm going to stab him in the neck with a soldering iron. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. But like, I'm supposed to him. Hey, he's like super bubbly, happy, and he goes to talk to everyone. He's got a suit on, you know, and he's like greeting everyone. So like, yeah. at the same time, well, I'm doing the music, so I don't really have time to do that, you know? So it's like, it just, everything just kind of pans out the right well, way, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, 100%, like, I think it's, uh, it's a good recipe. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, from the first moment when I spoke to you, I was like, all right, like, this, like you're very articulate with what you're saying, and you know what you want to say. And I'm like, man, this guy, I was like, this is going to be a good show. Like, I was like, you guys got it. I was, uh, that was sick. And I was just, I was just grateful to be able to document it for you guys. And, like, I got really good angles of you. Thanks, and then I got, like, all Here's the thing, I was telling my buddy, I was like, man, I like it when you guys don't, like, you perform in the same, I can stand in an area and have you in the same frame. Him, not so much, <laughs> right? He's in one end, he's doing push-ups down here, <laughs> he's over here in the crowd, he's on that end, I'm just like, just stay stable, bro, just stay stable. I'm trying <laughs> like, to say, it was the funniest photos thing, too, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, it's the best, but, oh yeah, no, that was, uh, that's a blast. Do you have a worst experience you can think of that comes to mind when it comes with working with local talent? Worst with local talent? Uh, I mean, obviously it sucks when artists drop out and they don't hit you, they don't let you know about it, you know, but like, um, but like now, like when we see these problems, we try to make sure they don't reoccur, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I mean, at first when I was doing this, it was really tough to do everything, but like, like that's what I'm saying, kind of like, well, he's gonna go micromanage a lot of these shows, and he's gonna go check up on all these artists and like, see, hey, how much of you sell? You're still coming, you know? What's going on, you know? So like, cause, you know, if you're just one person, you can't have time to do all that stuff, right? So, yeah. 
So it's great that we're dividing the tasks like evenly. And, um, but like in terms of having like a bad, I mean, there's one time there was this, an opener in Thunder Bay. Um, he like Superman punched a guy in the crowd. And I was what like, the? Yeah, right off the stage. Middle of the. And then like middle a riot broke out, chairs are flying, and, uh, and and then like okay, cops come, everyone leaves, like. Okay, so <laughs> we're packing up. What? Yeah, it's pretty Come on, much, man. You know? So we're packing up, everything Sorry leaves. And uh, after that, like, I'm just packing up. And then uh, I guess like, the guy, the kid that got punched when his father came back. Oh, no. And then, like, um, like, he tapped me on the shoulder. And I turn around, and he just sucker punches me. No. He's like, you're that rapper, eh? That, you know, because I guess he, his son said, like, oh, the rapper, you know, but, like, I was like the guy, you know, like the host and, you know, yeah, so sure. like, oh, you're not I, hitting anybody, man. You know, yeah, so I got yeah. caught in the crossfire after the fact, you know, Ugh. so he split my lip and then, like, and then, like, he ran out and, and then, like, I go inside and he's like, there's cops everywhere and he's knocking around. I was like, okay, well, it's what it is, man, like, but yeah, that, that oh, was, man. uh, that wasn't the greatest experience. Um, yeah, definitely. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's <laughs> off the top of my head, right? But what? there's, there's other things for sure, you know? Like the guy, like you're saying in the middle of performing his set. His set, yeah. He just soup. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. What the? I guess, uh, <laughs> I think like the exchange words or something, I didn't, you know, like I can't really yeah. know everything that's going on all, all at the same time, right? So it's, that's. Pretty much yeah, what yeah. I piece together, right? So, oh, <laughs> so that was yeah. that was a fairly bad experience. Yeah. Um, there's one time there's a, there's a guy that got arrested in Kamloops yeah. during the set, so that was that was kind of like, oh my god, what's going on? Like middle. Well, it was like he was about to perform in the competition. <laughs> he had like a warning. What? He wasn't supposed to be at the bar because he oh. had conditions, right? But after he convinced the cops, he's like, yo, my name's on the poster. I'm working here. You know, I'm actually at work. You know, so like they let him do his set and then everything was good. They just watched the show. Yeah. That's wild, dude. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. That's good. That That's good, though, that it, there's only like they're few and far between. It seems like, right? It's not like a frequent thing. It's like, why is everybody all of a sudden fighting at this tour? No. True. No, like well, like I said, there's certain things we try to avoid, you know, so now we sometimes we'll be, hey, it's you guys have security, you know, like, let's, you know, if something happens, like, we need to be assured that, like, there's, there's a couple someone taking care of it, right? Neutral. Yeah, yeah, you know, so. Nice. So live and learn, right? It's, it's all in the process, so you think you know everything, well, you don't, because it's, there's always new stuff that's going to, yeah. new situations <laughs> that are going to arise, and you just got to deal with it accordingly, right? Yeah, I love that. That's a good Man, those are great. That's really great. That's kind of, kind of what I was thinking. Cause just with, I'm just picturing the layout, and I picture the stage, and then I picture other people, and there's like almost that line of you don't cross it, right? For either side, like you're the performer, don't cross it, and vice versa. True. I could be wrong depending on how you guys perform and how you guys prefer. You know, like if you're performing, don't cross, but afterwards, okay, cool, you know, it's your show. But I'm like, I'm wondering then if there's any advice. Or you speak with all the people before and say, hey, like, here's the advice I have for you to do this show. But if you do, what advice do you have to people who, let's say, are going to come perform for the first time? Whether it be at your show or in general, somebody reaches out to you and goes, hey, I need some advice. I'm going to go perform with these people who know their shit. What do you tell them? Well, to obviously to, to rehearse their yeah. their music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, we've had problems where people drink too much and stuff. So, I mean, those are definitely things that we should maybe incorporate into saying, you know. Yeah. It's just a copy-paste, you know. And Mind message, you just send it all over. Yeah. yeah, you know. But there's definitely guidelines, you know. Hmm. Um, like, just in terms of performance, well, obviously, you know, they, they have to be confident. And, uh, you know, if, like, if you're asking me to give them advice, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, you know, obviously, if, if they mess up, well, to pretend like they didn't and just to... You know, to recover it because people smart. can sense that right Very away. Smart. As soon as you say, yeah. Oh, I fucked up, and then everyone's gonna know. It shuts them off. Yeah, that's it. And then you're, they're you're, automat yeah, yeah. automatically they're turned, they're turned down, right? So, and just to, to be confident and obviously to rehearse, you know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, 
if you mess up, just, uh, yeah, just pretend cool. like you didn't or freestyle or yeah. just hype up the crowd. Let everybody say, whoa, you yeah, know. Yeah, like, and then get your thought, get your wherewithal. That's it, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it still happens to me. I still mess up sometimes, yeah. but you just got to learn, you know, how to, how to take off. Like, you know, that's what it is. Like, example, like, I used to, I, I skateboarded, right? So, yeah. um, eventually, you kind of learn to fall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tuck and roll, man, you know? Like, yeah. that's what it is. So, eventually, yeah. you just don't get hurt from falling after a while because you learn how to fall, so... Uh, so I guess it's kind of like it correlates yeah. to that. Like you know you're gonna mess up or you know you're gonna fall. Get good at not falling too bad. Get good at kind messing of, up. Yeah, get, get good at making mistakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's smart. Well, that's it, a good way to think about it for sure. Get good at uh, cleaning up your mistakes, covering yeah. covering your own ass. You know, that's yeah. that's basically what it comes down to, right? That's yeah. just anything in life. You just gotta cover your ass, man. Yeah, like there are a few. Yeah, there are definitely a few performances where I'm like oh they messed up but I didn't know I didn't hear the mess up until they're like oh, I'm like, oh well you did now <laughs> yeah yeah because you said it right and I'm like no it's and then you can kind of tell as soon as they admit it to the crowd oh, yeah. the crowd gives an energy mm. and then where it's like I don't even know if you guys messed up you could have I yeah, you know, right? some cities are different. Some some crowds are different. Every crowd is different. Every city is different, right? And mm. and yeah, it's 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 almost like a uh, it's you know, it's almost like an art to to size up the crowd and to know you know how they are. And at the same time, that we f we figured out that this is partially our duty. Like now, we went ahead and we downloaded like we literally sat there for four hours and downloaded a bunch of different types of music, you know, to you know hype up the crowd or to like to calm them down or to you know what I mean to Smart, control the crowd a little bit just by the music, the energy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Smart, I noticed that. So, but I mean, we didn't think about these things. These are things we sit down, we brainstorm, yeah. and we just, you know, eventually it just, it all throws into the recipe, right? Yeah, I would have never thought of that. Ah, it makes so much sense. That's why certain songs are played at certain times, depending on who's coming up next or what they True, yeah, yeah, key. yeah. Like, yes, it is this guitar, the guy playing the guitar. Yeah. Um, I think we start off with... Uh, Sweet Old Alabama, and then yeah. we performed, then we yeah. had the Old Town Road, so it's kind of like the fusion between, you know, hip-hop and, you know... Um, yeah, and then carries that on to the hip-hop, more hip-hop-focused performances, and then... True. Oh, smart. Very smart. Do you guys have, or you specifically, what's your performance day routine like, if you have one? I mean, do you have, like, a set of habits that you do that prepare you for a successful one? Because you probably know what you've done in the past that's been a shit performance, and you're like, well, I... You obviously reflect on your performances, I can imagine, here and yeah. there. Yeah, then with the performance, well, I mean, like, I'm not just an artist, like, yeah. I'm so much more, and... Yeah, absolutely. And so, obviously, we got to go there, I'm doing the whole technical aspect, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the DJ verse for the night, yep. I'm the oh, yeah. audio technician for the night, um, so I'm setting up, obviously, everything's got to be set up properly, we I like to show up early, two hours early, you know, um, sometimes, it, you know, the venue owner's not there till later, so then yeah. obviously it's it's it sucks when you get there and like and it's close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that and then the, our the people are already there, so then they're talking, and then you're taking less time, so you get a little bit of like this anxiety. Mm -hmm. So we just try to avoid that altogether and go there early, prepared, you know. <laughs> so set up everything smooth. People the people arrive and the vibes already set. You know everything's already set up. So. Right. That's, that's definitely the best way to go about it. So this brings the anxiety down. And then in terms of, of performance, um, well, I mean, like I've done this, I've done this set um, numerous times. So like, yeah. I, I already kind of have an idea like, like yeah, that mental checklist almost. Yeah, exactly, yeah. of what I'm okay, going to say yeah. before what song and, yeah. and between this one song, what are we going to say? And obviously uh, what, you, what, what you want to try to do is, is, you know, get the crowd to relate or to bring, you're trying to bring them into your life and to get to know you a little bit more and uh, you know to get to know who you are a little bit more again mm -hmm. and I, I find that's very uh, important to connect with them a bit you know right and so this way they, they're going to collaborate or they're gonna you know cooperate when when you ask them to do something everybody mm -hmm. say hey then they'll do it you know like because okay, they, they vibe they with are, you you know yeah. they, and, and a lot of times you, you just you just gotta be real and they sense that you know mm -hmm. so yeah, how many hours would you say you have total? Because I know, like, just in the music biz, let's say, because I know there's that old outliers quote where it's like 10,000 hours is like you've achieved 
world class in whatever you're doing, right? That could be in like engineering or art and painting or like musician performing. How many hours would you say roughly? Yeah, between like beginning from like not just consuming music, but like starting to craft your own sound. Wow. I mean, I'm 32, uh, 33 now, I say, I just had my birthday November 4th. Yeah, that's right. Um, Happy birthday. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, so I've I pretty much been doing music since I'm 16, 15. But, like, you know, really, you know, I, it all depends, you know. Like I said, I'm not just one thing, I do many things. Yeah, I'm tour manager as well, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I just named off a couple things, right? But, yeah. like, uh, I, you know, I couldn't say that I done what do you, you say a hundred thousand hours ten thousand ten thousand i don't i don't think i've done ten thousand being tour manager yet but like yeah. i'm we're getting close to there right um but like um, obviously a very long time you know what i mean yeah. like but as an artist yeah I've, I've been writing and i've been recording uh for for quite a long time but <laughs> sometimes it's hard to just focus on one right like just focus as, a, as an artist yeah so i feel like by by doing these tours, then I'm gonna be we're gonna be building a bigger team and a more solid team to people who have the same you know like like mind like yeah. minded people and have the same goals right. So then eventually the team's gonna get bigger. So this way the task could be divided more. Like I'm I'm doing all the posters and stuff too. Like on, on my apps on my phone. And it's <laughs> like okay, well yeah. someone else could be doing that. I could be concentrating yeah. and just being an artist. That's, you know what I mean? Or like uh, setting up the tours. Well, someone else could be doing that. I could yeah. just be you know what I mean? So I'm kind of just trying to. Throwing, trying to country as an artist, but obviously I want to tour. I want to do everything, right? So, yeah. So as I go along, I'm gonna meet people who are like worth it, and people that are dedicated, and people who, who want to, you know, get on the bus, on the winning bus, and and you know, <laughs> see the vision, right? Yeah. So eventually, like, uh, that's uh, you know, eventually it's gonna happen, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just for yeah, time. Absolutely. Just for time, right? Absolutely, bro. Like, I see where things are going, and they usually end up going there, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I have a vision, I usually, I... I yeah. I mean, it seems to have worked out so far, right? Like, you... Doesn't happen overnight, though, man. No, I doesn't happen. Doesn't happen overnight, man. No kidding. Man, that's a... I think that, first of all, the name Almost Famous for the tour, I think, is genius. Because it's like, you're, all, you're like, knocking on the door. Yeah, and true. soon, so... I'm like, I'm excited to see it where there's a, like, you got your face plastered, Mr. Jones plastered on a tour bus, you got your six to eight people on your team, all on their laptops, just on the, like, in the tour bus, right? you guys are in Thunder Bay on your way to Winnipeg, you're just punching in, you're Hey, Gary, we just booked a new show, yeah. all right, all right, here's a flyer, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you got the flyer design, you got, you got, like, all right, you got your set, and then this way, you, you, at that point, you won't, you'll have the artists with you, right, so you guys will have that structure. You're not like I don't know how often at that point you'd be booking talent locally, or you think you'd always still do it? Eh? Well, I mean, obviously, crowd? because we're we're obviously booking the tour and we're booking the shows and we're booking ours, we're booking everything, right? Yeah. So, um, like eventually, we could just deal with promoters in every individual city, you know? Right. But so then at that point they take care of that, and we just mm -hmm. get like a flat check. You know what I mean? So even before we step foot in, or step get, even before we get in the car to drive there, yeah. we already had at least like half the money up front, right? Right. And contract signed yeah. and everything, you know. So it's safe for doing it that way, especially. Yeah. With the contracts, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But like, you know, people need to believe in you first, and people need to know who you are in order to, you know, to flex them. Like, hey, man, I'm worth <laughs> this much. You know, pay me this. It's like, who are you, bud? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to pay you any money, man. Like, how about you sell tickets for my shows? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you come to my place, people know so where Sometimes you're booking artists and yeah. you're like, yeah, man, no, we don't sell tickets. We want to get paid. And we're like, well, well you can get yeah. paid if you sell, you know, because a lot of these. Six listeners on Spotify. Are a lot all of these. Yeah, right? <laughs> a lot of these artists, man, like. <clears throat> a lot of these <clears throat> promoters. They're doing is what they call is a pay to play, okay. where they gotta pay the tickets up front, and to be able to perform, you know, to to solidify their spot on the show, and you know, we, I you know at the first that's that's the recipe that I learned, so that's what I was doing, and then after that I was like, you know what man, a lot of people are complaining, I'm like you know what, I think right off the bat we're gonna do a 50-50 split on the tickets, right. just where everyone gets a chance to make money, and if they don't make money, well they're, they're, they. 
they are to blame themselves because they didn't put in the legwork, yeah, right? Yeah, you put them in that perspective. You can give me 10 tickets, but if I go, I'm just going to hold on to them, and then last minute, it's like, no, I'm going to, like, hey, you, 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 hit up, like, a bunch you, of people. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bring your 10 friends, man. Let's have a party, man. That's, that's it. It's as simple yeah. as that, right? Yeah, you get 100 bucks, and 100 bucks come back to the yeah. show, you know? It's, it's, that's the fairest way to do it, mm -hmm. you know? But and some artists, they're just, I get, some, I guess, they're more developed, and they're like, no, we don't do that, man. Like, we just want to get paid straight up. But then it goes to what you're saying, okay, well, we go peek at his credentials, like, Next, you know, let's go to the next guy. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, and you guys don't have the time or don't want to waste the time, especially probably just like back and forth. Come on, well, you 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 got your ten. Well, I'll bring ten people. We don't. It's like, dude, you got a show to do. Like, it's okay to believe in yourself, but to be like egotistical and can't yeah, be arrogant I about feel, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel that people with that mentality, it puts sticks in their wheels and it doesn't Definitely allow does. them to advance as quickly as yeah. because you know what? When I first started out, I was doing showcases in Toronto. And I was driving up there in a rental car, and then like I paid the tickets out of my pocket. I did the pay to play mm -hmm. for like a year. And people are like, "Why are you doing that? You're wasting your money." I'm like, "Well, bro, you're sitting there home playing video games. I'm here networking with these people. Like, yeah. sure, I'm paying, but for me, it's an investment. You know, people right. have a different mentality, and they try to shut you down. But you're investing I, in yourself and what you believe in. When I have a vision, you know, then I believe. You have to believe in your vision, and then. I make connections, and that's that's how I started opening for. That's how I got on those tours, you know, mm -hmm. with Matt Child and stuff like yeah. that, right? So, that's what it is. Man. At the end of the day, it's just your your motivation, how much you're about it, you know. Nice. Alright, brother. Well, we can wrap it up then. That uh, sounds good. Man. But before we do, where can people find your banging tunes? Well, I don't know. Plug it. Real quick. <laughs> no, you can check it out on, every, on all digital platforms. Obviously, uh, Mr. Jones. Uh, on Instagram, it's Mr. Jones that IG. You spell that M I S T A Jones. Uh, Spotify, everything on YouTube. You can check out my my single 24/7. Uh, it's about to blow up. Yeah, I really like it. That appreciate helps. It. It's a super fun performer. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate yeah, you having cool. me, man. 100 percent, man. Dude, I appreciate and, uh, it. It was great, man. Yeah, man, man I appreciate it. I love the questions. You're you're really good awesome. at what you do, man. Thank you, brother. That means a lot, especially because I know you've done this quite a few times and. Uh, Keep doing your thing, brother. Keep doing your music. It's I enjoy it. I'm you're a fan in me. You're a fan in me now, Appreciate especially. That, and uh, keep doing your thing, man. It's only All gonna right, go man, up. Man. It's only gonna sure. go up. Thank you, guys. All his links will be in the description below. And uh, we'll see you later. Stay blessed. Be safe. Stay hydrated.